0: Um, It's um, Rachel and Danielle And we're back for another episode of Young Black and Liddy I know we've been like super duper inconsistent For the past like I would say like three months But like Thank you guys who are still listening And please bear with us Because we just have a lot of Like things going on in our professional and personal lives At this time So we really do appreciate you guys For like sticking with us continuing to listen with us. We're going to promise that we're going to try our very best to do better. But, you know, it's good it's all good for now cuz we're here now. Um, I don't know what episode this is. I don't know if it's 12 or 13 or what, but um, <laughs> I just know it's an episode. <laughs> we here. We're here. That's what I do know. So, um yeah, I guess we'll get started with um what we usually do, which is our current events. Um, I don't really have any Like, to talk about that were, like, super, like, oh, my God, we must talk about. The only thing I guess I'll mention. Oh, yeah, Remy. All right. So, I'm going to just mention real quick before we start with Remy. um So, what was it? Sun? When was it? This week. Anyway, Monday this week, the Billboard Awards were this week. And there was this, like, huge hoopla over Taylor Swift's performance because everybody said that it was just, like, very, very similar (laughs) to Beyoncé's performance. For Coachella, and if anybody doesn't know, Beyonce, the queen, you know, performed at Coachella last year. It was like historic because they actually used her set from last year and made it into like this museum thing for Coachella this year. And then, like, right either right before Coachella this year or right after, she released Homecoming, which was basically like the behind the scenes. Of her Coachella performance, which was absolutely amazing. I've watched it, like, three, four times already. And it was, like, super inspiring and super amazing. And then Taylor fucking Swift brought her white ass on stage. And it was just, like... It was a really big joke. And now it's literally big. It's a hashtag called (laughs) Mayochella. And... The comparisons are uncanny, but I mean there's nobody who's gonna compare to Beyonce. It it, it was literally like a, a big joke. So to me, I mean Taylor, you tried it, sis. You you really did, but I mean To play devil's advocate. Although I do feel like Beyonce, you know, eh, that's bae. But like you said, you did say Beyonce's Performance was inspiring, and probably Taylor watched it and was inspired. It was like saying. you know, I want a fantastic show, but then, you know, even if it still wasn't going to be as good because, as many people know, Beyonce took was pract- rehearsing for eight months, eight. You hear me? For only a two hour performance, I'm pretty sure Taylor Swift performed maybe three, like rehearsed for three weeks. If if the probably from homecoming debut till now. Uh, so... <laughs> <It's> embarrassing, <y'all. laughs> Like, two weeks, um, and then tried to put on a show. I mean, good for her. Whatever, but, yeah, it was embarrassing to me, but, you know, anyway. So, um, I guess now we can talk about the whole Remy situation. So, if people don't know, basically, what was it like maybe two weeks ago, it came out, well, not that it came out, but Britney Taylor, a.k.a. a... What is, her, what is What was her rap name? Oh, was it Brie Beauty? It Something Brie like that? Brie Beauty. Original. She made Beauty. some song. Well, she was on some song called 5000 or whatever from like 30 years ago. But, um. It. So, basically, she shows up on social media with a whole black eye. It took, and then in the caption, it's like, Remy Ma, why did you do this? This was like two weeks ago. So then, a couple of days later, sis is on the cover of the, the New York Post. Took about she's about to press charges on my sis, Remy. For punching her in her face at a show, and since then, it's until now, it's just been like this whirlwind of things. Like, she pressed charges on Remy, um Remy had to show up to court, Remy got charged. I think I'm mm-hmm. not too sure. Okay, she bailed us um, up, she's on out on bail, she's out on bail. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, <laughs> listen. Sis is from, like, our side of Queens, and I see people talking about it. Everybody got a lot to say. I haven't said much, because I don't really care for her in the first place. Like, Remy, Remy's cool, too. I don't really like... I'm not a... Uh, what what are the people that like Remy Mom. I don't She know. doesn't have a name. Okay. Like, I don't, I'm not, not like, like a, a, a stand for, for Remy or anything. She's cool. I like Remy. She's like, All right. But, I mean... It's, it's just so interesting because this girl, she just, like, she talks so much. This little girl. And I remember loving Hip Hop, she was just like, oh, I'm 4'11 with the shits. And then it's like, no, sis, you're 4'11 with the cops. <laughs> because that's who you call when you got punched in your face. Like, I I, I don't know. What, what do you think about the situation? I have a lot to say. All right. Okay. I, okay. You been hold this in. You ready? <sighs> where do I start? <laughs> not where do I start? Okay. There's a few things wrong with the situation. Okay. So... There was a video before oh, Britney yeah. got punched in the eye, talking mad shit Crazy. about Remy. So whether Remy punched you or not, we still don't know the true story. You deserve to get beat up regardless, because you cannot be talking about nobody but then want to cop a Why did you do this when it happens to you? That's like me keep punches on my in the face, and then I get mad when they finally hit me back. Right. Like, what are, what are you doing? Are you dumb, <laughs> Remy? <laughs> no. So... Goodbye. Then I also feel upset because, like, at the end of the day, regardless of how corny outside of Queens is, at the end of the day, it's still a hood. There's still hood laws that you just follow. And if you were supposed to be this hood gangster bitch and you get pressed you keep it in the streets like because you See? did not say nothing when bianca jumped you that that's worse than just getting punched <laughs> in your eye It was multiple punches eye. like you got jumped sis and you never pressed charges all you did was throw a like jab at bianca's like you didn't say that when you jumped me though but that was it like I feel like there's just a lot of bigger things that have happened to her, and she's just been really quiet about it. But then this, it was just like, oh, I'm going to the police. Like it, that's just so interesting to me. Like and like it's it's like I've been seeing people out here, like a couple people, not everybody, but I've seen a little couple people here and there, like trying to cop the plea for her. And it's just like there is no plea because, like you said, when you this is the thing. When you live a street life, you follow street rules. Exactly. If you live the sidewalk life, you follow sidewalk rules. Like that's why they made sidewalks for people who don't want to be in the street. <laughs> so for you to be like you said, the self-proclaimed like gangster and oh I'm I'm with this and I'm with that and I'm about this and I'm about that. Reffin flipping huts. tables right. Ref- right. I'm a rainbow what? All right, sis, we heard you. Now, you wanna be gangster, but the you get and it's like it's not like Remy Cut her or like right. shot her like I couldn't. Wasn't it like she, before, right? She first. Went it to wasn't jail. like sis really was trying <laughs> to go back to jail. Like you got punched in your face, take your L, like I and feel move like, on. Like your eyes, the smell's gonna go down, and you'll be good. Like, I feel like we p- people always talk about how oh people so scared to take an ass whooping you know, because people be so quick to pull out guns and mm-hmm. knives. And people's first thing is wow, people really afraid to catch an ass whooping Like back in the day, you fought. Either you won or you lost, and you moved on. Mm-hmm. Now it's like everything's So like, okay, I'm pulling on my gun. I'm pulling on my gun. So now here's a situation where she actually did use her fist. No <laughs> guns, no knives, and you still went and called the cops. Like, come on, son. Like, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't know if she's good out here no more. Like, it's, I know she still got family, but I don't know if she's good out here no more. Because that sounds. She, it sounds bad. She's mad, corny for that. And like, I'm gonna be honest. Um, yeah, like you know. When I actually was listening to Britney's music in the past, I'm like, you know, she's really not that bad. And I'm like, damn. She has music, like songs. Like she'll do like covers. She has some. She has. That's with, all I've ever seen. She had a song like, with Trina called Pop Something. What was this? <laughs> a few years ago, Trina brought yes? her out on stage. Like stage? <laughs> yes. Nah. <laughs> like, when she was on a breakfast club. Who? Britney. What? With Trina. Doing what? She was with Trina. Trina's like, yeah, this is my little protege. Like, they had... Yo. yo this was not that I'm long sorry, ago. Yo, I didn't know I sis will, really... I will show you that <laughs> I did not know sis really had music. Like, I, I... Yo, the last I heard this girl, she was talking myself, oh, please, no. you can't do that. My That's was the, really I was in high to, school, you hear me? She really trying to make it for herself. But I was... Like, I would actually listen to her music, and I'm like... She's not even that bad. Wow, but then I would I would feel like bad because I'm like, dang, she doing everything, and she don't get put on. And then like you know like Tiana Taylor, I don't know how close they are anymore, but I do know that was her best friend at one point. And Tiana used to like post her and tag her. People used to be volleying her in the comments. (laughs) I haven't seen Tiana post a picture, and <laughs> like you know, that's crazy. Like your best friend, you watch your best friend reach to stardom, and you know she'll be putting. I think they still chill because last time Tiana's last birthday, they was all together in Miami. They, but they, Tiana they, they never posted her, I read it. but she was all over her snap. I'm like, dang. But so needless funny. to say, I did. Um, like I was like, you know what? She's not that bad. Like from the same hub then um but i would always be team remy because i've always loved remy since i was in high school and like sis is already on parole like and with all this justice reform how dare you sis just had a baby like you're mad corny for that she's such like a cloud chaser like I'm gonna leave it at that like she's she's a cloud chaser I don't care what I to say Fat Joe made like this whole statement oh basically you say? talking about how you know don't believe the cloud chasers you know my sister's been home she's been doing good she has her family she's went about her music she has like she's you know getting into philanthropy she has like certain like um I guess like charities going on and stuff like that like she's actually been about her business, she what she's supposed to do, lines. has her own clothing, like her own clothing store. So it's like I feel like she's kind of just been out the way minding her business, and then here comes this little, you know, little person talking about some. Oh, you hit me! Oh, police, police! Mm-hmm. So yep. I feel like she's mm-hmm. a cloud chaser. At the end of the day, I don't feel like Remy's gonna get any jail time. Maybe she'll get a fine. I'm thinking maybe house arrest. Maybe house arrest. Maybe like community service. And you know what's really gonna be crazy is because Remy's gonna get a little slap on the wrist and this girl's gonna forever be a rat. Like and and that won't change. Like I'm not gonna lie. I see so many people from outside of Queens just literally like, yo, she's a rat, period. Mm -hmm. Like she's no good. And I'm just like wow and I'll be seeing some people like, but that's family. Like it's like you can't even make an excuse. Like I feel I wouldn't even say nothing. I wouldn't even try to defend her because there's nothing you can say. There's nothing you can say. Like it is like the people around her, the people who like attach themselves to her are so called street dudes. So it's like, how can you defend that? Right. Because guess what? When it happens the other way around and it's like some other dude in the street. Right, because when it rides, was Takashi. Right? When it was Takashi. <laughs> like, see, like, that's crazy. People don't understand. <laughs> and that's the thing that I don't like about like hood rules sometimes is because it changes depending on who's affected at right. the time. Everybody be on this whole no snitching, no snitching thing, but one of your bros gets shot and it's like, please, if you know anything, please, tell the cops. <laughs> what? You was just talking about no snitching, now you're talking about please go oh, that out. Like, are you serious? So that cold cross, that call cross. I was one eight hundred. Like, I'm, I'm good on that. So that that is one thing I will say about like hood politics and hood <laughs> rules. It's funny how everything changes depending on who's affected, and it's funny to see it in real time. So free rem so they say it backwards, and I just want to add. I think. What makes me sad is because, (laughs) and I feel like this happens with a lot of people, like even Nipsey, like when you were in the hood and then you try to do better, like, all right, you had this lifestyle, now you try to do better. It's always always following, it's always trying to come back to you. It's like, you can, I don't think you can, like once you enter the street, you'll never be able to fully be on the sidewalk. Like, you're always like, going to potentially get hit by a car. I feel like you can get back on... I, can, I feel like you can pull yourself on the sidewalk, but you get mm-hmm. looked at differently when you do. Like, like let's say mm-hmm. people like Jay-Z. Jay-Z's from Marcy Projects, one of the, the craziest projects in Brooklyn. When the hell is the last time jay Z's done Marcy Day? When's the last time Jay-Z shown his face in Marcy? Like, you can't come back sometimes. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't understand that. Like, it's like when Chinks died. Chinks was coming out here to the strip club, five o'clock in the morning, probably some shit he did all the time before he got famous. Mm -hmm. But now you're famous, so you have a target on your back. And people don't... It's not that people don't understand. I think people understand you get a target on your back. But it's like, how can I leave these people? And I feel like that was Nipsey's thing. It's like, how can I leave these people? These are the people who were here Mm -hmm. for me. These are the people who, you know, supported me and made shit happen for me. I can't leave these people. I cannot leave my community. And it's, it's it's just crazy how he got shot and killed in front of his own store in a community that he was trying to help rebuild. Like it's it's a catch twenty-two because it's like, damn, I don't wanna be a sellout and leave. But then it's like I can't stay here. But then I feel like not even for celebrities, just regular people that's true who just try to get their life to get like I could have been in the streets, now I got a city job, I'm doing good, <laughs> I'm posting my first keys. <laughs> to my apartment and then it, here comes some bullshit and now somebody's testing my gangster and I mean, it's like this then it's true. like you constantly battling like trying to be good but the street's always calling you <laughs> <laughs> like that's why I feel like it's just gonna be a it's, battle with the street and that's why I feel like happy to Remy and it, she was trying to do so yo, good you, people you was coming it. for her left and right for all this time that she's been out that's and she's true. been like nah I'm out of it I don't, I don't play that no like just been playing pussy pretty much Literally. for all this time, and now she finally was like, uh-uh. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Allegedly. D.K. Allegedly D.K. D.K. Uh, allegedly because <laughs> as, as Fadjo said, Joe said that there was cameras at the function. That says she was home at the time. She was home with her baby. Like, so we will see. We'll see what culminates in the next couple of weeks. But like I said, free run until they say it backwards. And that's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, we're gonna move on to our first topic of the night. So our first topic of the night is going to be telling your friends about themselves. Now, I know there have been instances where, you know, you have a group your group of friends and you know, sometimes situations arise, situations happen within your friends in their personal lives and they come to you like, girl, let me tell you about about this and da 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 And you know Sometimes I think it's healthy for a, a, a real friendship, not no fake friendship, but for a real friendship, for mm-hmm. you to sometimes just tell your friend about themselves. Like sometimes they come to you and they approach you with situations, and I think it's healthy for you as a, a good friend to sit there and be like, you know what? Let me tell you where you're wrong in that situation. Mm-hmm. I understand, you know, we all want an ear sometimes, because sometimes that's all we need. All we need is an ear. But. Oh me, personally, if I come to my friends with a situation, it's because it's something that I'm conflicted about. I might have my own opinion about it, but I always like to play devil's advocate with myself. Mm-hmm. And I just like to see the other side. Because maybe I'm not seeing everything clearly. Mm-hmm. You know, when you see, like like they say, um, hindsight is twenty twenty. You know, something that I might have known, you know, five years from now, my friend could actually just see right now mm-hmm. for me. So, I'm like, you know what, let me approach her about it. I think it is healthy to tell your friends about themselves. But at the same time, I see where it gets touchy. And as the friend you that's being told about themselves, you might be like, damn, sis is judging me. Like, that's not what I came here for. Mm-hmm. I didn't come for you to judge me. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess, what's your opinion on that? Like, what's your opinion about telling your friends about themselves? Like, do you think it's something that you should do? Do you think... You should kind of sugarcoat. Do you think you should give him the raw, like, poom poom pow? You being mad dumb right now? Like, what do you, what do you think? I'll say this. <laughs> um, <laughs> one, I don't think it's the easiest conversation to have. Right. Um, but, to be honest, for the most part, I usually don't tell friends about themselves just because... Um, And it depends, actually, let me rephrase that. It depends on what the situation is. Like, if it's, like, job-related, like, I might tell you about yourself, like, you need to get another job. Like, this isn't it. Like, (laughs) this this is a dead-end job. You're wasting your time. You're wasting your life. Like, you know, those are conversations I'm okay with having, because, listen, I I can't make decisions when it comes to jobs, so I do need someone to put me in my place, so... I'm I'm okay with that, but like when it's like relationship wise, I guess I think that's the most difficult because that's when you're the most vulnerable. When you're you are in a relationship and you're emotional regardless because of whatever. So like when it deals with a relationship, I usually don't say much just because like at the end of the day, they're grown. They're going to do what they want. Nothing's more exhausting than spending two hours on the phone with your friend, talking about how this guy doesn't respect them and why they need to leave them. And then the next they day stay. you see them together. Like, yes. And I like I get, I can see from both angles because I have been in the position where I've been like, uh-uh, I'm done, and then the next day, <laughs> you see us poolside, like, you, you know, worry. I've been in that situation, and then I've also been on the other side, where it's like, oh, sis, and I know me, myself, like, I know when I'm being dumb, so I just don't say anything. But, <laughs> like- but, but see, that that that's, that's the part that I don't mind. I have friends who are self-aware, and they understand, they'll straight up tell me, like, yo... I'm being an ass right now, but, but let is- me tell you about what's happening. Like, I bitch, I can't stop it. I right, can't I stop it. I won't, that. and listen. <laughs> I'll and die I'm trying. Right. Like, get rich, I'll die trying. Like, that's it. And I, I can appreciate a friend like that. I can appreciate a friend who's self-aware and understands, like, okay, I'm fucking up right now, but I can't help it. Cool. No problem, because you know I'm going to tell you about yourself. You're going to understand me when I tell you about yourself, and you're not going to get offended when I tell you about yourself. Cause, like you said, when it comes to relationships, you're you're, it's such a vulnerable state. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm opening myself up to you. There's no, there's. I don't have a bulletproof vest. This is just. It is what it is. And sometimes it can come across hurtful when somebody tells you about yourself when it comes to a relationship or the person mm-hmm. you're dealing with. But it's, and especially if you're in denial, mm-hmm. like if you are in denial, like I've literally had a conversation with somebody and they were just straight up in denial. Like we're talking about a situation. And they're telling me the situation happened a totally different way from what it really happened. And I'm like, are you deadass right now? Like, I remember when that happened. Right. So for you to try to tell me it happened another way because time has passed, I think it's a big joke. So, so it's like, like the denial. It's just like, how can you really tell somebody about themselves when they're not being receptive to what you're saying? Don't come to me about advice. And then when I give you the advice, you like, no, 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 because let me tell you, No. Because that's not what you came here for. Right. And if that's what you came here for, then you came to the wrong person. Right. I, I think it depends on the friend. That's the other thing. I think it depends on the friend. Because... If the friend is receptive to feedback... <laughs> okay. then that is a friend you can tell yourself about. If you do have a very sensitive friend who gets very emotional and shuts down when you are telling them about themselves, you just can't do it. <laughs> I don't mind you getting emotional. Get emotional, that's fine. Emotions are fine. My problem is denial. Like, and then, and then, and then, once the denial starts, then it's like, oh, you're judging me. Like, no, I'm not judging you. I'm your friend. If I didn't care about you, I wouldn't say anything. That is true. I would let you look crazy, like, you, like, you looking right now. I'm trying to, (laughs) I see you looking crazy. Everybody else sees you looking crazy. So here I am trying to be the friend and saying, you look crazy, get your shit together. And then you're going to get defensive. So, it's, it's like, I, I don't know. Like, I I used to be the person that would, like, tell people about, about themselves and tell them about their situations. But I, I low-key stopped because I just feel like I'm getting to an age where we can't be in denial anymore. I feel like that was kind of cool when we were, like, 18, mm-hmm. trying to live our best lives on some YOLO shit. But I feel like I'm so old, like... I, and that's not to say that I'm like, oh, oh, like, y'all know, I'm turning 28 this year. I'm not Oof. that old. All right. <laughs> not that old. But in my mind, I'm too old to go back and forth with you and you on some denial. Like, no, that would be because he loves me. Like, no, <laughs> we're not going to do this anymore. Because you're grown and you have responsibilities and you have bills. It was cute when you didn't have no responsibilities, I think. And you didn't have anything else to worry about. But I feel like we have so many other issues to deal with. Right. For you to be denial about this, I don't have time. For it this shows shit, bro. that like, you're not growing up. Not, exactly. Because to be honest, when you get older, it's just like it comes with response. Once you start g- gaining more responsibility, you'll start having more priorities. Mm-hmm. So. Let's say, even if I have a lot going for myself, because I've seen it, there's been females that have so much going for themselves, and they're still dealing with like an eight bullshit guy or whatever. And but I feel like I don't know, I just feel like they, like you said, they're aware, and it's because they had things going for themselves. I feel like if they didn't have anything going for themselves, and then you're dealing with this guy, of course, you're going to be in denial because. What can you do for yourself? And even though they do thirty thousand things bad, that one good thing is good enough for you, like. But I, I'm so good. I'm like I'm good on if. That's the I, issue. I thought about this yesterday. You want to live in a mansion, drive a Maserati, run your Fortune Five Hundred company, and deal with a fuck boy? Do you, Mama? Right. But when you have nothing right. else going for yourself exactly. and you deal with a fuck boy, I, I cannot. I can't be complicit. You can't expect me as your friend to be complicit and sit there and be like, yeah, 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 you, you live in right, the best Right, because I'm already watching you fail as, and, a, and everything as, else. as a human in society. <laughs> a human in society. And now I'm watching you fail in love. And, like, <laughs> as women, those are two things we told, like... Get a career, get married, to have kids. Like That's they're told it. that as a little girl. So I'm watching you fail at everything you was told from To when fail you on was all little. fronts. Like, it, it's it's that, bothersome. It's it's hard. So and it's just like <laughs> I I just don't I never understood girls who have groups of friends and let their friends be like losers and live their lives. And it's just like I I never understood that. Like I have a like my group of friends. To be honest, you you you. You are like one of my <laughs> one of my closest friends. You have a lot going for yourself. Like the girls in my, my in my group really have a lot going for themselves. And it's just like for you to watch somebody who doesn't have nothing going for themselves and to just let them not have anything going for themselves. I think that's wrong. I don't. I no, can't. Right. You. How can you call that person your friend if you don't tell them about themselves? Right. I would never call you your my friend. And you you live in this this shitty right. ass life. I have to tell you about yourself. So it's like if I don't tell you about yourself. We're not friends. Right. If I've never sat you down and been like, sis, we need to have a talk, we're yeah. not friends. I don't understand how you can genuinely love and care about somebody and just let them Sync. fail. I think what, like if it's getting to the, the part where it's like, wow, you're sinking, sis, you're on a Titanic. Like... <laughs> That's a conversation. You're under the... Like, you're on the ice. Right, you're you're right. literally on the tables and chairs in the water right now. Like, you're not even on the Titanic no more. <laughs> right. You're on the tables and chairs with Rose freezing, and Jack. Freezing. Freezing your tits off. Okay? <laughs> that's where you are. <laughs> you're Jack right now. <laughs> and I, I feel like... that's. It's just not an easy... I don't know. I just know it's not easy conversation to have because, like I said, I've been on both sides. Definitely, definitely. Where like I've been told by myself, and it's also like it really does. I know it sounds funny like saying being receptive to feedback. It's but true. It it is because you know if your boss told you something they don't like, like you're not gonna tell him. Fuck you. <laughs> And give me my best life. Right. And like, oh, you're not going to start crying in front of him. You might cry about the feedback, but you might go in the bathroom and cry. Like, you ain't going to start crying you cry in your car. Right. You're not going to boo hoo in front of your bull. <laughs> like, yo, never But that, the, down. that is something you're going to have to deal with as a friend. And like, then. Like, I don't want to ever feel like I made someone cry by telling them what they needed to hear. But then Why it's not? like, I don't know. If it is like conversation, people's feelings. Needs to be, if the conversation needs to be had, I think we should have it. I don't, I don't know. I don't think, I don't know. Maybe I mean, I, look at it differently. I, I feel I also, and then I also look at it as I will say it once, but I ain't gonna say it twice. <laughs> yeah. And if I feel like I told you about yourself and you still not doing nothing with yourself i will always have love for you because we've had some great times together <laughs> and my burnt out days you probably was right. my main my person ace. right but i i'm going to pull away and you know we probably will see each other less because it's just less things in common like i was just telling you about this the other day it that's one of the saddest parts i've faced of a delta it is cuz you're really going to grow apart from friends that there's nothing wrong with them they just not moving in the right direction and not saying I don't, that I don't even think it's the right direction I think it's the direction that you're you're they're not moving <laughs> they're Not that <moving. laughs> they're moving, moving number one and they're just not moving in a direction that you know you seem to be going right. I just feel like life is a bunch of paths and mm. I feel like not everybody's meant to take the same path right. that's fine like I feel I I really I truly do believe the old saying is like, some friends are for a season, some friends are for a reason. And it's like, yeah. I, I I get it. Some friends are for a lifetime. And then there's friends what? that you meet for two months. And then, the, like, y'all get tight. Yeah. And then after two months, y'all never talk yeah. to each other again. Like, I'm a firm believer yeah. that people come in and in, out of your life for specific mm-hmm. reasons. I really do believe that. So, I mean, it, it is sad when mm-hmm. you think about it. Because it's like, there's so many people that I used to be really, really tight with. And then it's like, I look back. like It's funny, I just had a conversation with my, with my best friend about this we were talking about different girls we used to hang out with. And we were just like, why we don't hang out with her no more? Why we don't hang out with her no more? Why we don't talk to her no more? And it's like, you think back and you're like, shit, why don't we talk to that girl anymore? But it's like, everything happens for a reason. Maybe right. I'm not meant to be friends with that girl. Maybe right. I'm not to be, meant to be as tight with that girl. Because mm-hmm. it's not to say that I don't talk to this person. But we're just not as tight as we used right. to be. And I, I think that's fine. I think, it's just like sad. you said, it's just hard to to accept it. Yeah. But, and, like, and it's, it's, not, it's life. And it's not saying, like... Let's say if I made a million dollars a year, and now this person, now this friend is only making 50, we can't be friends. Because if I make a million, I'm cashing out my friends, too. We all going to (laughs) eat. We all on (laughs) a roof, Chris. But that $50,000 friend, if they're doing something with their life, like, I don't care. But me and a friend could be making the same amount of money, and they're not doing anything with their life besides collecting a check. It's like, where's the progression? Like, how are you just okay with? Like, I would never be comfortable. I don't. I don't know. That's just me. I'm never gonna be comfortable at any situation. I mean, I'm always gonna want more out of life. In the job that I'm in right now, I'm trying to figure out where am I going to go next. Like, that's that's just the tea. That's just how I'm. I'm I am. So it's like I. You know, I. I. I definitely agree with you. And then it's like I think back to the times that I have had someone tell me about myself. I don't think I've ever regretted when someone told me about myself. Right. Like, I never looked back and was like, oh, she should have just minded her business. Anytime I have asked somebody for advice, or even if it was unasked un- for unsolicited, mm-hmm. and they just decided to sit me down and tell me about myself, I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever really regretted it and been like, oh my God, like, that was the worst advice I ever gotten. Never. Because yeah. the people that I keep around me, I feel like nothing that they do is in malicious. Right. I know if you if I if I come to you about something and you give me a, and you you know give me advice about it, I know it's coming from a good place. Right. I know you're never telling me to do something that you wouldn't do. Right. If you were in my situation, it's something that you would do, and it's right. usually the right thing. So mm-hmm. I don't think I ever get offended when somebody decides they tell me about a situation. Like there was a there's, there's there was a situation I had. I was ready to punch my boyfriend in his whole face, <laughs> and my friends were like, "Sis." I'm gonna need you to calm down. I'm gonna need you to get it together. We're and I'm like, you know what? Y'all are right. Like, like straight up was like, y'all, we're walling. And I'm like, you know what? Y'all are dead right. And I never, I never look at y'all and be like, oh, these, they was hating. Hey, no, y'all were, I were 100% right. I was walling that day. But it's like, I know whatever y'all tell me things is coming from a really, it's coming from the heart. It's coming from a good place. And that's another thing. I think it's who's telling, maybe it's, Who's telling you the information? Because if it's somebody that you only knew for, like, a month, they don't even like you like that, and they trying to give you some advice, all right, maybe. Okay. We're probably never going to talk after that. I get it. Like, you know? But I don't know. If it's my best friend, why would I be offended that my best friend is telling me about myself? And it will always resonate with me. Like, if somebody told me about myself, and then I'm about to do exactly what they told me not to, (laughs) that's going to be the first person I see in my head. Like... Dang, maybe like, I uh, 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 dang, like, like, I'm, this is exactly what they was talking about. Exactly, like, like, who this is gonna have? You know what they write? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think it's, I think it's a healthy part of a friendship to tell your friends about themselves. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I always appreciated it, always because I know it means that you care. Right, people who do not give a fuck about you do not tell you about yourself. They really don't. Like you're for like I, there's so many times and this is just really simple. I I'm on Instagram sometimes and I follow a lot of promoters and I see club pictures and it'll be a group of girls and it is always that one girl who got like Ooh, the, the sweat it out, leave like out. the out, leave out the cowlick, the laces lifting, the the dress too tight, her titty poking out, her her back rolls and it's just like. You know, those are the friends that they, they saw how you was coming out the house. They saw you before the cameraman and said, came up and said, picture, picture. They, I don't died. know how many times I've said no. Right. Straight like that, hand in front of the mm-hmm. lens, no, not tonight. Like, this is not the night. This is yeah. not the night. I'm trying to come out and have a good time. I know I look crazy. <laughs> I, it's just little things like that. I've seen yeah. girls that their friends go out the house looking crazy. And it's like, that's the friend who really don't care about you, who don't like you. And she's all smiling your face, bad as hell they, in their picture. They looking like Tyra Banks, they Bernice they Burgos, mixed nuts. Mixed <laughs> <up>. <laughs> you look absolutely nuts. <laughs> you hear me? So I mean, yo, I, I've seen so many times. So many times. I'm like, times. yo, you're really foul. And then they be super close, and I'm right. like, and it don't just be a one time; <laughs> it be a all the time. I'm like, how you never gonna tell your friend that her leave out? <laughs> Has been 4C, and her bundles have been 2A for three years. <laughs> yo. Like, <laughs> yo, I'm telling you, it's bad. <laughs> Those are the people who are not your friends. They don't tell you about yourself because they do not care about you. But guess what? When Before we go out, I don't know if this is what all group of friends do, but a lot of the times before me and my friends go out, even if we just go into get some drinks and hookah and links and drinks, what are y'all wearing? Yeah, yeah. What are we doing tonight? Is it going to be a dressy kind of night? Can are, I are be we, a can, I ask that every time. Are we, I are to we wearing sweatpants and hoodies tonight? Are we wearing, you know, baseball caps or are we wearing heels and shoes? You know, heels and dresses. I feel like because we know, okay, we're going to check each other before we leave the house. Then we all link up. If you sitting there looking all crazy, I'm like, I'm going to fix you up. Make sure you looking good. Hair down. Lace not showing. Mm -hmm. Melted like butter. There's no way I am going to let my friends go out looking crazy. So I feel like even in their 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 life their life situations, I would never have my friends going out looking crazy. If you if I feel like you're out here making a fool out of yourself for somebody or for a job, you know, it don't even gotta Mm -hmm. be in a relationship. But if you out here breaking your back for a job that is literally going nowhere, I'm definitely gonna tell you about yourself. Mm -hmm. Like sis quit that job if you need to go get a certification, go get your certification. If you need to go get, you know, get more co- um, college credit so that you can apply for this other job and do what you need to do. But, sis, this ain't it, chief. Right. So, I mean, I'm my, my last thought on that is I believe it's healthy for you to tell your friends about themselves, even if they don't take it the right way. If it's your real friend, they'll accept whatever you have to say, and that's the end of that. Like, that's just how that situation goes. So, I guess we can move on to the next topic, which is advocating for yourself in the workplace. Now, this topic (laughs) came about... (laughs) I won't go into too much detail, but um, people who know me personally have known that I've been going through a very stressful time in the workplace, and it's... Extremely stressful, because I've been in the same field, job field, for going on seven years now, and this job is making me reconsider if (laughs) (laughs) this is even the field for me, which is crazy, because seven years, and, like, I'm only 26, that is most of my adulthood, has been spent in that capacity, like, most of my job experience, Mm -hmm. so, um... I was feeling, like, really crappy because it's just, like... It was, like, a never-ending cycle of feeling this way. And, like, as far as, like, going... Moving on to my next steps, I don't know because I don't want to move on to next steps and then still feel this way. Mm-hmm. Long story short, you know, I decided I had a breaking point And <laughs> it really was, like, a mental breakdown. And I was, like, I got to say something because... Every day I was coming home feeling defeated, my mood was changing, and honestly, for the past few months, to be honest, I don't even know who I was, and <laughs> I even that contributes to the absence of myself in this podcast, you know what? Um, but today, to be exact, I actually advocated for myself and let... Um, you know, people with positions of power know how I felt and, um, you know, I was really just, um, in a sense, one, I feel a sigh of relief and then two, like, I feel like a big sign of support because a lot of people who, like I said, know me personally, know what I've been dealing with and everyone has been really supportive. But just like telling your friends about yourself, it's not easy advocating for yourself in a job because that's your money now and you don't want to, like, say something wrong and then it's like, I'm going to get fired. But I think what made this situation easier is because I didn't care if they go Go, say (laughs) left. But I don't know. I feel like, so advocating for yourself can actually go both ways. I've seen it go left, I've seen it go right. So actually, it's funny that we're talking about this tonight because I actually was told a story by um uh, my my coworker about how he ended up leaving his last job and basically what happened was him and his girl got well his girl got pregnant they were having a baby his company is UK based now I please correct me if we have any UK listeners if I'm wrong I'm I I'm sure I'm not mistaken because I actually know somebody else who has a who has a UK based job as well. And maternity or paternity leave is between three to six months in the UK. Oh, so with him knowing that, he's like, "Oh, cool! I don't even need that long. I'll just I'll take the three months. I'll take the two, I'll take the twelve weeks." So he goes to them and he's like, "Hey, listen, surely about to give birth. I'm ready for these twelve weeks. How do I go about doing this?" <laughs> a day later, or it was a, either a day or two later that he gets pulled into office and he gets. Let go. They just... like, And it's like, he came in, he advocated for himself, he's like, you know, you guys are trying to give me these little measly two, three weeks, and it's like, I need more than that, you are a UKB's company, here's where it says in the guidelines that I am entitled to this. Oh, and no, he, he needs to go to parliament, <laughs> because I'm pretty... <laughs> not- he's <laughs> in like a fucking ass house... <laughs> He needs to speak to Elizabeth because <laughs> listen, he he. he something ain't right. I could not but be- I'm like, that's are you serious? Crazy. Like I've been with that company for going on three years and oh because God. I asked for paternity leave to be with my girlfriend while we had our first child, they let me go. So I've that is that's a uh is where it went left. Then I have had people who have advocated for themselves in their positions and have either been promoted or you know, been given another position mm. somewhere else in another office, or you know, it's it's going right. So it's like I I I see where I see where people's apprehension comes from when it comes for advocating for yourself in the professional workplace because you you sometimes you can't call it right. You know, you might have a great relationship with management to the point where it's like you know you guys have been able to talk to each other outside of work right. and you know you just have a really good work relationship and then once you advocate for yourself it goes oh right wh- wh- you moving funny you moving that right you moving funny yeah. like hmm you want to raise you really you different now right. what's going on like wow because i want better for myself now i'm moving funny so i'm i don't know i guess i'm on in the on the fence about that I I, i'm never gonna tell nobody to not I'm, I'm never gonna tell someone to not advocate for themselves, but I, I like I said, I just see where the apprehension comes from. Right, and I think also being women and black. Po- if you black, right. <laughs> I'll just I'll start off with women first, yeah. but that alone, like I was just reading a statistic. I don't remember the numbers, so don't come for me. But basically, it was like. It was like a small percentage of women, when they get offered a position, even ask for an increase. We usually just accept the offer. And I've been guilty. I've been so happy to get the job. You hear me? I'm like, uh, signed. <laughs> Rejecture signed, right? You be, I'm going to just put my, my I initials. Um, I could just, I could scan you over my I-9. It's, it's It's funny. Like... <laughs> because when my, when my, when my when one of my good friends was actually going for a job to be um, a HR coordinator they told her like she I she I think they like she had lowballed herself and mm-hmm. they were like honestly don't do that like it, you'd be surprised how many brown and black women come into these situations where they in front of a hiring manager and they lowball themselves because that's what they' that's what they think is expected of them mm-hmm. meanwhile, we're willing to give you a hundred thousand, but you're asking for fifty. 30. You like right, you know you came in here asking for thirty and fifty. We were prepared to give you a hundred, and you're asking for fifty. Mm-hmm. So you know, with her, with that hiring process for her, actually, really, like she really put me onto a lot It really opened my eyes to how 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 we as women really sell ourselves short when it comes to the work field. And it's like, like um, one of the, one of the instances he gave is. White guy will look at a job listing, he'll have three of the qualifications out of like maybe 10. He'll still apply for the job. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you might have six of the qualifications, but you won't apply because you don't have all 10. Right. You know, it's like we're we're we, co- we as women are constantly selling ourselves short, and I feel like we definitely do need to advocate for ourselves more, especially now in this day and age. I feel like There are so many women about their business. Like my mom actually just came back from a a conference in Tampa. T D Jakes had a had a like a spiritual conference, and one of the workshops that they had was for business owners. My mother said there was nothing but black women in that in that in that place. She was like she was like she would say about ninety percent of the audience was black women. A couple of men like ten percent were men sprinkled in there. White black. But she was like, about 90% were black women. So I, I just feel like, in this day and age, we are the top business owners, we are the top graduates, you know. We're literally the top in a lot of things. And we still sell ourselves so short. So, I, I like I said, I'll never tell you not to advocate for yourself. I think we need to advocate for ourselves more. Because yeah. you never know like what is going to be offered to you or what someone's going to say when you do advocate for yourself. And I I think that's like I said that's the cap 22 cuz you don't know what they're going to say. But we're so I think programmed to think it's going to go negatively that we don't even think in our minds it could possibly be positive like and mm-hmm. I'm I'm starting to realize as I get older I have to like get rid of that mentality. Like, oh, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe they don't want me. And it's like, you have no idea what somebody else sees in you. Right. Somebody might see so much potential because of the the work ethic that you've just shown in the position that you currently Mm -hmm. have. They're like, you know what? I know if you had the resources or if we gave you a little bit more push and support, you could actually be amazing. Right. So, like, you know, I I, I agree. Let me say that. I I actually do agree. Advocate for your damn selves. And I, I think that's, to be honest... Is one of the main reasons why the wage gap still exists. Hell yes. In this year, like I personally don't think that. So let's say a man and a woman. But it's uh, sorry to cut you off. mm -hmm. But it's not to say the glass ceiling does not exist. Oh yeah, no, no. But I'm saying like I think it's just us. It's there. I think, but I do think like us not speaking is a contributor. It is. But like because I've seen this actually happen. When I was a supervisor, both of them was going to get paid $15 an hour, okay? You know it was what? a boy or a girl. But the boy asked me for 18 I said, you know what? I don't know. I'm going to ask because, listen, I've only paid anyone $15. Right. i have never paid anyone over it. Lo and behold, he got his 18 Wow. Sis got hired, too. She got 15 She got 15 and I was just like... That's crazy. It's not that the man is making more than a dollar. He asked for the dollar. <laughs> yeah, he asked for the dollar. You're right. Like, You're right. He asked like, for the dollar. dang. <laughs> I don't know. That I, I, That's why when I had this issue with my, well, this, it's not an issue because I'm currently working here. But when I first got hired for my, my most current position, that's exactly what I did. Like I went out of my way because I'm like, you know what? What y'all are paying me is not bad at all. But I definitely want more. And I'm going to see if I can get more. And I advocated for myself. I sat there and was like, you know what? This is what I can bring to the... Oh, nah. <laughs> What's going on? I'm sorry, y'all. My windows are wide open. And I live like on a very cross- very busy street. I apologize. <laughs> but um, Yeah, I saw the opportunity, so I seized it. And I actually advocated for myself. I, I just felt like... I could have sat there and not known what was going to happen, but it's like you know, sometimes you really have to take that leap of faith. You never like it's just like you never know. Like it's it's crazy. If you know you're a good I, and I, I and I will say this. Advocate for yourself if you know what you bring to the table. Don't be out here showing up late to work, leave it early, not doing your job when you get there. And then talking about I need a raise, and then trying to advocate for yourself, because right. then that's when your boss is going to tell you about yourself, not your friends. That's your when boss. you're going to get critical feedback. <laughs> you're going to get critical <laughs> feedback <laughs> from your boss, because they're going to tell you about yourself for real. You for might real. be put on probation. You, you might be getting a warning. <laughs> you, you, might, you might have brought the latest to your boss's attention, and now you're now you're on thin ice. <laughs> so. what I will say is advocate for yourself if you know you are a good employee and you know what you bring to the table and to the company do not be out here trying to advocate for yourself and you are a piece of crap employee because it's never gonna work in your favor and that's that (laughs) Uh, yeah I agree and I think like You also have to be confident in yourself. I always say this because I'm dumb as hell. Stop. (laughs) Shut up. I've been able to um, obtain jobs that I never thought I would be able to do. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it is because I spoke up for myself. And then you also got to make... You do need to advocate for yourself because your work environment... Needs to be peaceful, so you don't be like me, <laughs> yeah. where you lose yourself, and okay. your job is life. Literally <laughs> taking away your life. You are you. You look a wreck. You're a mess. <laughs> like I look. I look absolutely nuts. I look like the girl in the picture that right <laughs> with, <laughs> the <bad leave-out. laughs> with the out with the four C <4C> leave out. <laughs> And the 2A week. Uh, I'm like, a girl with the lace, lace lifted right now. Right. Like, it's all bad. Like, oh my gosh. Tuesday I went to work. I was so tired I even realized I put my wig on. <laughs> Rachel, it was on my eyebrow. Yeah. And, and I'm thinking of my head. I'm like, oh, this wig is mass secure today. No, it's because it was a hat. <laughs> it wasn't a wig. It was a hat. I got home, like, I didn't even realize yo. I got home. I'm, like, taking the wig off. He- eyebrow hairs is coming. I'm, like, yo, <laughs> this was a brim. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I knew, like, yo, yeah, you're sick. That son. needed to happen, because today needed <laughs> to happen, so what happened on Tuesday never happens to me again. Yo. <laughs> Somebody's should look like that. You're sick. I cannot. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just advocate for yourself guys make it work make it happen don't have your wig on your eyebrows don't have your wig on your eyebrows don't have your your wig lifting at the corners you know do what you gotta do so that you can be out here in these streets and be happy and be proud of what you do every day you know i understand a job you know a career or a job is like nobody's really i mean don't get me wrong i know there's people that love what they do and they're happy with what they do but, I mean, a job is not something that's supposed to be pleasurable. It's just, you know, something that helps you create a, a living for yourself. And I feel like make it worthwhile, you right. know? I, I'm I'm really big on energy, and I feel like I don't think anybody should be putting their energy into something where positive energy isn't being reciprocated. Right. I feel like there has to be a balance. You know, it can't just be you exhausting all of your energy into something, and you're not getting any, anything back. Because it's like, how do you replenish you can't, you know, you, you'll 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 see yourself in the mirror one day, and you're ashy and dry, and your and wig, your is, wig looked, is on your eyebrows. <laughs> your wig is on your eyebrows because you have nothing to, you have nothing inside because you've given everything. Like you're literally like a washcloth when you're like, like rinsing it out, mm-hmm. and you're literally squeezed. You have there's nothing left to give. So I feel like be somewhere where there's a balance. You know, you're not that not to say that you should be gleeful or happy to be there, but just make sure that there's a, 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 a healthy balance of energy at your job or with, you know, the person that you decide to be with or your friends or anything in this life. I just feel like there should be a balance. If you start to feel off balance at work, that means it's time for a change. If you feel the scales tipping, that means you have to get back on the balance and sometimes that might be leaving a job. Sometimes that might be again advocating for yourself to get into another position. It can be several things, but make it happen. Don't sit there and be uncomfortable and to the point where it's like, Danielle, you don't know who the hell you are anymore. <laughs> so, you know? I wasn't Danielle. I was someone else. <laughs> make it make make it happen, guys. <laughs> like seriously, make it happen. Um what is it? Fifty three minutes? Um I guess because I'm wrapping it up. Um, do you have, like, anything to say in the outro? Um, once again, as Rachel said earlier, just want to thank you guys. Speak for up! Still- oh, sorry. Just want to <laughs> thank you guys for still rocking out <laughs> with us. Thank you so um, much, whoever is still you know listening to us. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's my daughter. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> But yeah, I just, um, like I said, um, I was being very honest. Like, I know I have been, uh, (laughs) contribution to the lack of consistency. Like, my job is literally, it's drove me insane. Um, like (laughs) I said, we will see what happens because now that I've advocated for myself, we'll see if things actually change. But um, so like Rachel said, we're gonna try our best to be more consistent. We really are. Like it, there was a point where we were it. recording like once a week, and it's like now it's once a month.
1: So <laughs> I
0: I really do want to get back into the habit of it. It's just like sometimes trying to find that balance. It's just it's just rough. Like I have like but the job that I'm at right now is kind of just like tolling. If just that's the word. Like I don't know. It's it's yes. taking a toll on on, yes. on my life at this moment. So um. I'm, I'm Again, I'm currently in school, I'm a mom, so sometimes and I'm in a relationship, so just kind of trying to find a balance and make time for certain things. It's rough. I can't even make time for my friends half the time. Thank God for my group chat, otherwise I wouldn't <laughs> talk to these bitches. So, you know, I appreciate the fact that you guys are sticking with us. Please, please, please bear with us, because we really do wanna be more consistent, we really do love to record and love to talk and we love the feedback. Like you guys have been really awesome. Like we get we get critical feedback. We get (laughs) topics. We get oh girl, you should have said this. I've had people like, you know, hit me up like, oh, you know, that was so funny. You guys are awesome. Like when did you guys start doing this? This is great. So we really do appreciate that. So please do bear with us. Keep rocking with us. We're definitely gonna bring the content. We're gonna definitely try to record again. No, we can't record next week because next week is Miami because we're having a girls trip and we're 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 hoping that the girl trip do and don'ts that we did last episode <laughs> we 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 follow these things because yeah and it's just a weekend it's just a weekend but I plan on having a lot of fun I think it's gonna be really dope so we will definitely try to record maybe the week after that probably i won't be here oh yeah damn <laughs> now nah, we about to record <laughs> once a month again <laughs> yo we're gonna try hard y'all we're gonna try very 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 hard maybe we could record in the, in the airport or something or on oh, the plane yeah. or when we're in miami maybe we could record that's not gonna happen i'm telling you now we I might see, be bet late i foresee it <laughs> <laughs> the airport i think we can do the airport yeah. i think we can i'll get there pretty early I'll bring my laptop or my phone. We could do it for my phone like in yeah. old days. So, um throwback thirst. Right? TBT. Please. So, um, again, thank you guys so much for listening. This is another episode of Young Black and Liddy. I am your co-host, Rachel C. And it's your girl, Danny D. And we are done. Good night, guys. Later.